somewhere in a lair far, far from the bubble. A sinister figure with a fake-looking moustache and an even more fake Italian accent is playing with little bricks that he's assembling into a large, dark grey sphere with a curious dent on one side. Eh, Benedetti, he says. I've made the moon. That's no moon, Benedetti replies, and with one swoop of his lightsaber, he strikes the dastardly dawn, for tis his lair in case you hadn't guessed. And the dawn disappears in a cloud of little round studs, and the sound of coins fills the air. <coughs> Meanwhile, in the studio much closer to home, a technician puts a solid-state recording into a device and presses a button to hear... Our mics are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Studio 5. I'm Harry Balzac, your host for this evening, and joining me on my right hand is Wilma Fingerdoo. Good evening, Harry. Hello, everyone. I'm Mia Harkness, and I'm not sitting there. Film me once, shame on me. Film me twice. Well, I might as well pretend to enjoy it. Don't look at me. I'm Juan Kerr, and if there are any old jokes to be used, I'm it. No, wait. I'm Norma Snockers, and I'm not sitting there. I won't stand for it. No, wait. Shall we move quickly onto the headlines? Close encounters of the helpful kind. Set vectors for sectors as Mug Chug Expedition begins. The EGU checks into the punishment zone. Again. Happy birthday to the Farragut Meister. Mad monks making mischief. There's no time to be bored with this community events. Commander the Cleaner 80 may have discovered Tharg the Mighty's big secret. At his skint. Yes, the scourge of the Pleiades appears to have been burning the starport at both ends and has reached the limit of his overdraft at the Bank of Zeons. Now, you may scoff, you may think that this is no more than a fanciful item written by a script editor who's had just one too many nibbles of their Megagin-flavoured cheese nunny-aired pasty, but no, tis true, it must be. How else can you explain Tharg's all-night towing service, which he recently offered our hapless commander when he got his SRV stuck on a barnacle? The Cleaner 80 claims that he was just driving along, minding his own business, when he somehow managed to get the barnacle wedged up his cargo scoop. We say that come Saturday night, the accident emergency departments of hospitals galaxy-wide are filled with people who have had various items wedged in places that they had no business being, thus providing employment for medical staff and much amusement at hospital staff parties when x-rays of such catastrophes are used to create games like pin the vacuum hose on the groinal attachment. 
Galactic conspiracists have speculated that this episode is all a part of a Thargoid testing regime reminiscent of our very own Voight Kampf tests, with Tharg the Mighty so worried about AI, and given his history with the Guardians, rightly so, that he tests his minions by asking them what they do when faced with a human in a scarab lying on its back in a desolate wasteland. Other more humorous pilots have speculated that it's a piece of meme-worthy social commentary on the political state of the galaxy. A barnacle scarab, a modern equivalent of the post-turtle, used to describe politicians. You're driving across a planet's surface and you see a barnacle with a scarab balanced on top. He didn't get up there by himself, he doesn't belong there. You wonder who put him there, he can't get anything done while he's up there. And you just want to help the poor thing down, which of course the visiting Thargoid did. Leaving us to the other conclusion that maybe Thargoids are actually kind to politicians, uh, which boggles the mind. Whatever the root cause, the cleaner 80 was stuck, immobile, going nowhere fast until Thargoid's towing service turned up and lifted the grateful commander up, up into the air, higher than apparently placed him gently on the ground. When asked, the cleaner 80 was silent on the question of whether anything happened between the lifting and the placing. Was there any probing involved? Did you black out? Did your suit smell funny afterwards? And was it that entirely down to you? We may not know the full story of what happened on that lonely panel, but we suggest that if you're sitting down with the cleaner 80, having a meal, and he starts to complain of indigestion, that you stand well back and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. In a galaxy that needs more heroes, in a spiral-armed collection of stars and planets that is definitely not named after a chocolate-covered confection, when the hour arrives, so does the commander. In an adventure that deserves the best hyperbole, the most superlativist description, and a clap given by all around him, comes Commander Chef Steve 96. We've had mugs delivered to far-flung parts of the galaxy in a time trial. We've had mugs single-handedly delivered to all stations within 50 light-years of Hutton. We've even had hordes of commanders working to deliver a mug to every place in the galaxy that has a marketplace. But up to now, we've never had a mission that brings us the best of both worlds. Well, it's actually many, many worlds, but you know what I mean. Newly anointed hotboxer Chef Steve 96 is going downhill fast. Rather, he's heading what is nominally known as South in the map of the galaxy, heading towards his start point. He's brave or foolish or both. Some say he can stare Tharg in the face and know who'll blink first. Some say that he's added a triple-padded trouser area to the rear of his flight suit and has ordered the largest sized bottle of anti-chafing ointment. All we know is that he's doing it with mugs. In his own words, he's heading towards my starting point for my test, the Hutton Orbital Mug Challenge, in which I plan to drop a Hutton Orbital mug in every segment of space whilst making the biggest exploration trip yet in my trusty anaconda ISS Explorer 96. He's currently exploring the Rosetti Nebulae, that's the Rosette Sector KC-UB3-5, roughly 200 jumps away from his starting point inside the segment Kepler's Crest. 
Chef Steve 96 has promised to keep us up to date with his exploits and will be sending updates and pictures as he makes his way from place to place, hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. Uh, sorry. Uh, we're a bit worried as to what happens when he braves a trip too near Norma's arm, especially, especially if she's wielding the pan at the time. But we're sure that she's kind to explorers. Like an old record that's been scratched a bit and keeps skipping back to the same old tune time and time again. Or that joke about the free anacondas that just won't die quietly. The EGU are at it again. Having lost countless wars, much face and their deposit, time and time again since the start of 3308, they've decided they quite like coming second. After all, there's none of that noisy razzmatazz. You don't have to run through the tape stretched across the toast rack. Well, no one's going to bend over and stick expensive metalwork around your neck. Or some of those pretty flowers when you come second. There's the glorious anonymity associated with being first loser. Best of the rest. The also ran. And they're aiming for it. Just to prove a point, they've decided that losing twice at the same time just isn't loserousness enough. They're going for three. Yes, they've split their forces and have declared war in three systems all at the same time. These old chestnuts, Sugrivik and Nabatean, are of course their favourite sandpit playgrounds. But this time, they've called in their mate Patsy and started one in Andrimi. No one is being fooled here. Whilst the faction there aren't labelled with the letters E, G, and U, and the number two, Patsy, or as she's better known, the Andrimi movement, is just as likely to end up bottom of the heap once the smashed ships are swept up and all the nameplates identified. The ever-helpful Antarius Fusion has put up Operation Breastplate 3 on the Hutton Helper. And we are encouraging all Hutton truckers to prove that once again, when it comes to endless endurance, you can't keep a good trucker down. The Major General Noctavagus, retired, has been partying aboard the 3D printed scale model of a Farragut again this week as he celebrates what would be, if he lived in Seoul, another revolution around the sun. Due to the rather heat-sensitive nature of his homemade Farragut, complete with sticky-back plastic, he has been banned from lighting all of the candles on his cake and has had to make do with some of those flickering LED lights instead. There are concerns that even those, when collected together in such large numbers, represent a danger to passing shipping, your retina, and of course, are likely to leave you with a bit of a tan. One of the most stalwart of Hutton truckers, the Major General, retired, has been wished many happy returns by Alvin and the admin team here at the Orbital, and he's been sent some apple-flavoured beverages, a suitably moist morsel of a cake, and of course, a few gifts wrapped up with string. As Zeon's anchor of blue tape and ageing joints lead to a frustrating game of pass the parcel. Unfortunately, the delivery appears to have had an accident, and the canisters are strewn around on a nearby planet close to the wreckage of the Apex delivery taxi. When told that the search and rescue services needed him to head out in his scarab and find all that salvage, as well as the occupied escape pod containing the driver, the Major General, and the BGS flashback, and a bit of a funny turn, and had to go for a lie down. Anyway, 
Happy birthday, Nocti. Remember, age is just a number, and your case, a really big number. But with modern performance enhancers, no one would be any the wiser. Incoming encrypted transmission. Decrypting. Decryption complete. Stand by for a message from Hexcom Actual. Who is going to build new weapons? Well, it's Excuse me. Hello. The briefing has started. No, I'm tired of just putting a cream on it. I need a real solution. Uh, Commander Took. Well, yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing, Commander. I guess. <clears throat> Okay, Hackswing, we continue to make progress, but first, I need to address the Oliphant in the room. Yes, Aegis is being disbanded, but that changes nothing for us. Personally, I would have preferred a reformed Aegis under new leadership, but instead, each superpower will coordinate their own anti-Xeno operations for now. What does this change for us? Nothing. If we're honest... How long has it been since Aegis provided us with any new tech? How long has it been since we got any intelligence from Eagle Eye? How long before that that it was reliable? No, Aegis hasn't been relevant in this fight for a long time. We get new tech from independent engineers and tech brokers now. AXI has been the primary coordinator of human resistance for years. No, if we're honest... Aegis has been irrelevant since the days when AX multi-cannons and flak launchers were new. We continue this fight as we have since the beginning. Independent pilots and squadrons coming together because that's just what we do. Now, our current situation is this. We're down to 11 systems under incursion. Our current priorities are HIP-17497, Muscadark Region PJ-PB6-1, and Evangelis, and all three are at marginal presence. There are only two systems left in the Pleiades to clear. We are winning this fight, truckers, and we will prevail if we keep up the pressure. Use Thargoid.watch to stay up to date on system priority and status. Fourteen stations currently need repair supplies, with Corrigan Terminal the current delivery target for Operation Ida. See OperationIda.com for updates. Let's get back out there and mop up what remains, Hackswing. Remember, Aegis may be going, but we'll never be alone as long as we're watching each other's six. Keep your eyes on the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug. Hexcom message complete. Defend the mug. Encrypted transmission complete. Hutton continues its cracking start to 3308, and we're well on our way to acquiring a beach of a system. But more on that story later. Firstly, in the Problem Child class of the Hutton Kindergarten, three systems are causing Alvin some consternation and disdain this week. Whilst Barnard's star is amongst the tiresome trio, it is not this week's recipient of the wooden spoon, not even the runners-up disposable wooden spork. The top timber utensil accolade this week was received by Epsilon Eridani, which is on 37. Here the Mad Monks of Van Marner are, are up to their old habits and might need to be forced back onto the tonic wine to keep them in check. 
moments for dry January. Well, it's been almost three weeks, so, uh, you know, a decent effort, really. A warning election are locking up over a third of the influence. Um, but they should be over in a couple of days, allowing you lovely lot to steam in and put things right. Next comes Ross 671 on 38. I'm trying to read the message that I'm being in the corner, sorry. Um, a warning election and lock it. Uh, next comes Ross 671 on 38, which has seen quite some recovery in the week, almost a point today, from its nadir of 32 last week. So keep trucking that influence in Ross 671. Lastly comes Barnard Star, which can always be reliably found languishing in the underachieving department. This week on 39. Like Epsilon Eridani, the minor factions are squabbling in a war and an election, so just like seeing someone exit Cubicle 3, I'd give it a good couple of days before you go in to dump your load. In Wolf 562, the war for second place was a bit of a 4-0 walkover. Do we, uh, do we know if the other side, um, Wolf562 PLC, showed up? They did? Oh, OK. Right, right. Well, as I said, it was probably all down to the Paladin practice pew-pew. Hutton are currently on 20% and the controlling faction, Wolf562 Major Inc., have been pulled down into the 40s, currently 48, where they usually stay in the 50s due to them owning everything that's worth owning. So, truckers, keep reeling them in pump that hut influence and we'll have a war for control on our hands before you can say my look at the size of your assets and their large pads at the overachieving end of the hutton systems league we have six systems above 60 percent and one just above 70. we are expanding again don't know where don't know when but i know we'll expand again some sunny day keep exercising restraint over the other systems that get out of hand and please please don't run missions and dump data into systems that are above 60 percent and keep monitoring the usual channels for more expansion news priorities this week are if you want to truck something you're spoilt for choice boost hutton influence in wolf 562 ross 671 and then barnard star and Epsilon Indy in a couple of days. If you want to shoot something, you could join Operation Breastplate 3 and fight for the Paladins. With the conclusion of the long comfy cannon cruise, we are, at least for the moment, once again mollusk free. There will be no mention of mollusks in this report, that's for sure. If you hear the word mollusk, please write your complaint on a piece of paper and post it to Hutton Orbital. But do make sure you include sufficient postage, otherwise it might look like we just ignored your letter and did absolutely nothing about it. And we'd hate for you to think of us that way. The universe is infinite, and so it seems as the enthusiasm of the community to organise and take part in events with fellow commanders. This week we got updates from All the Clouds in the Sky, The Magellan Experience, The Nexus Exploration, New Year New Discoveries 3308, Celebration of Early Astronomy 4, A Crate Carrier Service of Etna Carina, and more news on the Bandit Racing League event. Links will, all together now, 
be posted in Twitch chat and also in the description of the YouTube upload. Commander Deluvian's expedition, all the clouds in the sky, seems to have settled into a good rhythm and is still eager for more recruits, as he explains. Expedition Day 129, Sosong C2. Back in the bubble and docked for refueling, the crew having some fun in the taverns and a couple of personal projects that were put aside at the time of travel through the southwest quadrant. We made pretty good progress before we reached civilization again. After being in the proximity of the cat's eye, we subsequently visited respectively Nebulae, Iris, Little Dumbbell, IC289, Flaming Star Emission, Owl, NGC1333, California, NGC1514, LBN1632 and Skull. You have to admit, quite a good progress so far. A total of 320 Zodiac jumps, 146,945.13 light years, 38 waypoints, 5 mining camps and 30 nebula so far. As you can see, the crew and I definitely deserve a small break. Not for long though, Commanders. Not for long. Most probably next Tuesday we will depart from Sosong and head south to start our next leg of the journey. If you think that's something you would like to be part of, you're welcome to hitch a ride. Zodiac offers most of the services, so consider bringing more than one vessel with you. If you want to check if it's worth it, check my forum thread. Link posted in the chat. The Magellan experience can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Let's just hope it's scoopable. Commander Richard Fluiner's M has this to say. The Magellan experience is closer by the day to its destination, with the survey of Lyra's song being a stunning success, full of codex entries and points of interest. We are approaching the Tenebrae region. And there, fellow explorers have discovered not only the overabundance of notable star stellar phenomena, mostly with shining freeze crystals, but also the darkness of the void. Fourteen commanders have reached the destination already. Will most find their way to Magellan Star or suffer the fate of those who didn't make it in the original Earth expedition? We will find out next week. The Nexus Exploration, the exobiology-focused long-range expedition, is in danger of running out of They had to tick off so many things on their to-do list. Commander Omega Magellis has recovered somewhat from last week's bout of mods and has managed to let us know what they've been up to. The FC Nimrod has met its objective and visited its three destination locations, Star 1, Manifest Destiny and Andromeda Calling, the SSA. Upon completion of the mission, the captain has spoken with the crew and they have decided to head to Colonia from their current location. It seems that Nimrod might become a sp- deep space exploration ship forever, folks. Keep in mind we have other FCs on this initiative, FC Legacy of Dawn and the Useless and several other partners throughout the galaxy doing operations. For example, Captain Bunk Activist, PS, a sympathiser of Thargoids, who can stand any amount of boredom, uneventful activities. Caboose Josh, PC, a loyalist of the Empire and member of Ashling's Angels, but he likes to describe himself as Ashling's brass drop man. Keeping on exploring, Commanders. 07.
New Year, new discoveries, 3308, which offers armchair explorers a fleet carrier equipped trip to the core and back, is still seeing people across the starting line. Commanders Arborick and Luna Sidara tell us that they don't have any shenanigans to tell us about, but offer us this short video to give a flavour of the event. Your ancestors back in the 21st century and earlier could only dream about visiting distant stars and planets, but that didn't stop them from imagining what they were like and naming some of them. If you join Commander Gessica's expedition, you don't have to imagine, you can see for yourself. It's not too late to join and the Commander tells us what they've been up to so far. Celebration of Early Astronomy 4 will be finishing our first of four legs this Saturday in the Crab Pulsar system, the main star of which is a relatively young neutron star and a remnant of the supernova SN1054. Discovered in 1968, it was the first pulsar to be connected to a supernova remnant. In the surrounding systems, we found such lovely things as slimy brain trees, space bamboo with fronds, and even a tritium hotspot. For the second leg, we're heading in the direction of two different nebulae. First off, the Hearth's Own Nebula, which is technically two different nebulae in a major star formation. The, the Heart Nebula got its name due to being shaped like a human heart if viewed from Earth. And the Soul Nebula is also known as the Embryo Nebula. Both Heart and Soul Nebulae have stations nearby for our explorers to drop off any data accumulated. We're also heading towards the Bubble Nebula also known as NGC 7635, Sharp Plus 162, and Coldwell 11. It is an emission nebula in the constellation of Cassiopeia. If you're still looking to join, find out more information at theexpedition.info. Commander I am Nickman, captain of the fleet carrier FGS Glorious Waltz, brings us news of the expedition called A Great Carrier Survey of ETA Carina and things seem to be going well to plan, as he explains. All has gone well. The waypoints contain stellar views and are close enough to travel to. The carriers have been useful temporary rest stops for many. Much to our surprise, the carrier at waypoint 5 dropped in close to the neutron star. It has made for wonderful views and specialised approach patterns in supercruise for explorers to safely land. The system also included stellar phenomena, a first for many of the explorers on this trip. And finally this week, an update of the upcoming Bandit Racing League event scheduled for January 29th. Here's Commander DB Exterminator to tell us about it. Greetings Commanders from the Bandit Racing League. The six required items along with the start and finish points for this month's race are up. So study the list. 
plot your course and prepare your ships. I would like to thank our sponsors, Hutton Orbital Radio and the 26th Division for their continued support. More to come, so stay tuned, Commanders, and good luck. Incidentally, here are the race details, if you want to do your homework. The starting system is Kamui, and cargo may be collected in any order. Aruka Conventual from Shipton Orbital, Aruka. AZ Cancri Formula 42 from Fisher Station, AZ Cancri. Banky Amphibious Leather from Antonio de Andrade Vista, Banky. Buckyball Beer Mats from Rebuy Prospect, Fullerene C60. Seti Rabbits from Kofmanis Hub, 47 Seti. Duringus Truffles from Shakor Hub, Duringus. And the finish is at Medby Vela Dock. 3308 is already shaping up to be yet another great year for community-led initiatives. And if this list of people having fun has inspired you to create your own event, don't forget to email itookpart at huttonorbital.com to let us know about it. And that was the news. Well done, everybody, except me, who forgot to unmute his microphone at the beginning. <laughs> I feel as though we've had a really strong start to this week's show. Yeah, it, it happens to us all. Yes. Yes. Seamless. yes. That, that last bit there, enormous section there, Amelia, that you that uh, Wilma was reading out, I thought, there's some um, things which must be quite familiar there yeah. to Amelia, yes. there, wasn't there it? Yes, there are rares. A lot of those yes. are rares. <laughs> <laughs> those yes. beer mats wet. Yes, yeah, quite. The beer mats were just, just this week. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Buckyball beer mats. Oh, Duringus oh, that... truffles, Aruka mm. conventional sweets. Uh, conventional sweets. Mm. Um, rabbits. Yeah. It became uh, quite obvious to me why you'd got that bit. Banky amphibious <laughs> leather. It's... <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, Used to saying those words. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> amphibious leather. What was that? Done that one. Fishkin. Um, Fishkin, yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, I think mm. the the um, the the rares are, are hard enough to read, but the actual some of the station names and the system names are even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio, yeah. Antonio de Andrade Vista Banky. Yeah, you yeah. see how difficult that is to read, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> did you have a false moustache while you did that? Yes. Fuller in C60. That's not too bad. Kaufman's Hub. Kaufmanis Hub. Does it? Kaufmanis yes. Hub. Hub. <laughs> not, not one word, not Kaufmanis Hub. That's, that's, that's how Glasgow people speak. That's just a bit racist, actually. How can I be racist? I'm Scottish. Yeah, so? <laughs> so? So I'm not racist against myself. All right, so you got off, you got off it? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, damn. Been caught out. Yeah. Yes, I'm done for. Yeah. I'll, I'll, just, have to, I'll just have to hang my head in shame and be silent. Yeah, the, the, there's a joke. And so I've only been something for five minutes and I already hate you people. Something like that. <laughs> yes. Which I am obviously not going to go into. But yes, that's a very old pre-PC joke. But yes. Yeah, I don't know. Bloody foreigners coming over here. Wanted to know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find that's aliens. 
Captain Cap told them. It's okay, he's dealt with it. <laughs> Must launch a probe into that. Oh, yeah. oh. Seems, seems only fair. <laughs> turn and turn about, as we say. Right. <clears throat> okay. So what have we been doing? What's been happening this week? Um, well, didn't you listen to the did, news? Did, did anyone no, see no. the live stream? There wasn't one. Why has there not been a live stream? I don't know. I think we might be a bit busy. Yes. I think I, think I, I, I we, we, are, we, are, we saw stellar screenshots um, last week and this week. And if, did one of, did I see in the chat that somebody was asking somebody how they'd done a shot. Somebody had a mm. screenshot published. Yeah. Earlier. Um, yeah. So they, they are, we are seeing more activity and we, do like frontier live streams, don't we? Because it gives us some. Well, don't, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. I never watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't be wrong. I never don't watch it, but I want to. You do that, so we don't have to. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's true. I like so, to watch. I liked. I was really taken on just before Christmas with the one about the the fleet carrier interiors. Mm. Just how I wanted a fleet carrier interior to look. Oh, you bought one. So I bought one. Yeah. So you, you sound like uh, what's his the Remington guy, Victor Kayam. Victor, yeah. I liked it so much. I bought the company. Yes. Well, I didn't buy Brewer, but I bought myself a, I bought myself a fleet carrier. <laughs> so Probably anybody, parked it in the middle of nowhere. Does anyone think we're a bit spoiled with live streams? But there were a lot, yeah. weren't there? Yeah. Well, we had devs. We had seasonal stuff. We had more devs, um, as as Mia just yeah. said. We had fleet carrying tiers and even more devs. It was a dev fest. Um, I, I wonder. All the regulars uh, were on there. They're, they're, I don't know, perhaps. Mm. Are they finding it hard to maintain the uh, momentum? But it was good. Though maybe oh, yeah. our expectations were too uh, were too too high after all that. Yeah. But, yeah, well, no, I, I I, it'd be nice to get it. something soon, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure yeah, we'll see the hopeful face. Yeah. Oh. Missing them. Oh, we are, very much. Yeah. Um, does anybody take a wild stab at... Oh, a uh, uh, Harry? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it closer than that. Do you mean an unpredictable way of stab? So we've been going what? Is it about seven years now? Yeah. Um, what what so, you mean since since the first headline? It feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how much of the galaxy do we think we've discovered or explored? So is it all far? of it? Is it all of it? Have no, we seen no, all of it? Because no, there's nothing left half. to do. It's really half, boring. Most, yeah, half, half. I'm going to go okay. three quarters uh, then. You know there's a prize for the person who gets closest. So oh, sorry, 200 million it. systems then. <laughs> <laughs> three stars worth. Yeah, so you've done three, three systems. Posted this <laughs> afternoon, they were saying we've so far discovered not half a percent mm. even but a tenth of that so 0.05 wait a minute a tenth of a half of percent yes. or a tenth of a percent no tenth of half a percent yeah a twentieth of a percent a twentieth of a tenth a twentieth of a percent you no, can do that, but it's it's fractions of percentages, and people no, get really good. Yeah. Because it's much more confusing when you see a tenth of a half of a percent rather than just a twentieth well, of a percent. It's, 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 it's many different ways. So I tell you, let's say a different way. So we we point zero five fortieth of three quarters of. <laughs> that's right. Zero point zero five percent. So it becomes two thirds <laughs> of five eighths of sod all. Um, so, in real terms, so with four hundred billion star systems, naught point 
0.5% of that is, as Mia's said just now, is 200 million systems. I think we've in done more years. than that. Well, I'm sorry, but I believe, I believe well, we've done more than that. Well, how many, how many have you done? What I don't know, about makes you six. Say, I mean, <laughs> I've done, I've done Frontier, who I assume would know, are telling us that's how many we've done. So it just, it's out it, of the it feels like such a small amount. Yeah. Yeah, but don't yeah. forget. There's a reason for that, Amelia. Yeah, but don't forget. It's because space we, is big, isn't it? It's, it's very big. You think going so to the vastly, shop is vastly, hugely, mind-bogglingly big. <clears throat> Indeed. Question. But I have a question. Yes. Would, would, yeah, but No, no, would that include the ones that basically, so you go around the planet and then you lose all your exploration data? Because <clears throat> they then they wouldn't be discovered. So see, you'd, you would normally discover a planet. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. And then you lose, lose your data. So you did discover it, but you lost the data, so no, therefore it's uh, but, not. Uh, well, you've got no uh, proof of it, you see, so you didn't discover yeah. it. So, but, so but, discover but of course, it, but the way, I mean, the, the spoilers, well, folks, spoilers, folks, there is, when you first arrive at a system, something happens, uh, an act of creation. Isn't it? You, the uh, first person to go into a system yeah. uh, it's an act of creation. So that would be 200 million uh, things that actually Frontier have logged in their database as existing. Did I, I, did I de Norm, did I detect a sort of note of remorse there in that question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> many, many. I, 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 I did the, the, the T6 migration and uh, I got came all the way, I went all the way out to Saji, then came all the way back and I was asked to keep my data, which I did. And then uh, went, went well I'll go to some other. No, I, I, I went exploring, uh, went into station, uh, launched from that station, uh, went and looked at another window, and that was, I was already, uh, oh. at that point, and said, You Ouch. died! And I thought, Ouch. Uh, so I lost most of my data. So, yes. I need to go and do another run of the T6 <laughs> migration <laughs> again. So, the, the honest answer is, I don't know whether it includes that, but 200 million systems, come on. I mean, yeah, so it depends on how many players they got, and then how many it they might. Seems well, it yeah. depends how many they do. I mean, I, I looked earlier, and I I'd done just over thirty thousand systems, or I'd been to, but that's just not thirty thousand unique systems. Unique yeah. to me, obviously, but it's not I'm unique within this this room at the moment because we've all been to you know Barnard Star, and Tau City, and all the other. We haven't all been, and I think well, you're not I, telling me you haven't been to Barnard Star. Oh me, yeah. Um, but but we've like, all been to Alpha Centauri. But there's these kind of things Sol. as well. But not everybody goes mm. exploring. A lot of people just hang about the bubble shooting stuff. Oh, I get that. Or I they maybe that. go between the bubble and uh, Colonia or something like that. Or I mean, no, a lot of people. That, but the bubble and the Pleiades and lots and of people and go out and they honk and they jump and they they yeah. call that exploring, which we all know it isn't really. I'm I'm a sixth of a ninth of an eightieth of a percent sure that these statistics might be inaccurate because they came from. Frontier. I mean, eighty-six percent of statistics are made up on the spot anyway. Well, it's actually twenty-four point seven, <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> I'm there are sad tales going in the chat. The there, look at that. Darkness Dreams one. Darkness Dream one got killed by a neutron star on the way back from Beagle Point. Lost uh, everything. We could write a book. Oh, we? that's so sad. Yeah. It's like, that's the same. That's the Harry playing the world's smallest violin. He's playing the <laughs> yeah. saddest song. I must admit, though, when you when you when you you come out of the black and you're doing the Lee Young Re two hundred percent, you know, bonus thing, you're shuttling backwards and forwards with your merits or whatever whatever the hell they were, and you've got twenty 
four billion of data in the uh, you know in the box under your chair, and you get interdicted. Oh my! What you don't know what that feels like. <laughs> You get interdicted in an anaconda. You're like, oh my God. (laughs) Who knew that a sphincter could make that much noise slamming shut? Six (laughs) times as well. Oh, God. You you get out and push your ship. That's right. You realize (laughs) adrenaline is actually brown. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Have we we kind of done that with the fake news about how much how much of the galaxy we've explored. Yeah. Well, I, I think it is interesting because people say, oh, I, I can't find anything. Well, because you're following the same yeah, path that other people are just, yeah. just head off somewhere. It, it really doesn't take very much to start getting your own no, your doesn't. own name on things. Really, no, doesn't. It, it doesn't matter what really the shuttle has got. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Mm. So, so, so I, Commander I, Nocta mm, Vegas had a birthday. He did, he? yeah. Happy right. birthday, Nocti. 92 years old today. Happy I mean, birthday. 92 years young. 92, yeah. And the, he, said 90, he says he's 92, but he, he's lost a few on top of that, I'm sure. Yeah. And there's all the other ones that he's forgotten about. Did we have any other birthdays this week? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a real commander. Um, what? Who has a birthday today. A real one. A real one? He's actually been in space. Wow! Oh, not Commander Buzz. Yeah, Commander Te- technically Buzz. though, we're all in space. We're just, you know, on a planet in space. Coincidentally, he's ninety-two as well today. Is, is he? Yeah. Who Buzz? Yeah. And, and for the our listener, we don't mean uh, Commander Lightyear. No, we don't mean Commander, Commander. Lady. Please, if yeah. it's Buzz. Buzz Aldrin. He of Apollo Eleven. He's ninety-two today. It's Probably still nice. than most of us. Do you think he listens to the show? Uh, I don't know. I'll ask him. I, I, I doubt it. I mean, I barely listen to it. <laughs> no, do we, we don't listen to, to it, do really. To, do we need to sing happy birthday to him and not? Yeah, do we have to do the birthday song? I think we ought to do both. Right. <clears throat> I, <still> got the, <clears throat> I am not queued up. Right. Go on. Lead us in the video. You're the singer. Happy, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Norton Bugs. Happy birthday to you. And many more. <laughs> It's a bit late with the music. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit known. It's seamless. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, so they've, they've had busties. They have. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so is it, that's better than the alternative. Yeah. Is it, is it time for the yeah. live stream filler bit, which is, of course, we talk about the James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, unfurling. Unfurling. It's all unfurled. Um, now, this guy, James Webb, who obviously <laughs> had a bit to do with Buzz becoming, you know, famous. Yeah. Um, you think you'd been happy having I mean, the internet named after him, but now he's got a space telescope as well. That's, uh, and he invented Wonderweb. Oh, that's just that's greedy. Really cool, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And swum the channel. And swum the channel too, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, and invented the lettuce. No. Oh, that's Mr. Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The web's wonder. 
<laughs> I think you find that was invented on the I, Titanic. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a mechanically operated lady please of three thousand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, Steam, you had to have a man in the room next door shoveling coal <laughs> into it. <laughs> you, you weren't allowed to use it unless you were wearing a stovepipe hat. Prop forward to kickstart it. <laughs> um, so it's so Web is ninety five percent of the way to L two Lagrange point two. Mm-hmm. And it's cooling, so it's minus two hundred and six Celsius. So don't so like it. Don't, yeah, yeah, you'll definitely stick to it. You definitely your tongue stuck to that. So it's got a little bit further to to go in both senses. So it's twenty seven degrees before it gets down to its operating seventy, mm. and there's a little bit inside it. Um, in fact, a little bit inside one of the inst- the four instruments um, on Miri, um, which was made in, well, it was put together and tested in Oxfordshire. It did not. Um, and that's another 60 degrees. So that'll be working at sort of 7 Kelvin, like to minus 266, which is, you know, it's cold. That's cold. If they wanted to test it at 7 Kelvin, they really should have assembled it in Glasgow. <laughs> this week. This week. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, are the mirrors out now? Yeah, they they deploy. I was I was watching the other day, and uh, one of them, like the eighth, all the other mirrors had moved. And when I probably just the time I looked, the A three mirror was showing like minus six point three, and I'm going, oh my god, one of them stuck. Um, but when but I looked I again, in fact, I was looking today. Um, they're all in their nominal datum position, so they okay. all moved. When it makes me laugh because when it says started at 12.7 millimetres and, you know, and any, any engineer knows that's half an inch. So <laughs> NASA might work in metric, but we know you don't mean it. <laughs> the beagle has not landed. Mm. Yes, no. <laughs> um, so how fast is web going? Well, it's, it's slowing down because obviously it's getting to L2 because it doesn't want to whiz past it, you know. When oh, yeah. Okay. Do the loop yeah, that, the would, that would make sense, yeah. Um, so it's going about 0.15 miles a second. So, Amelia, that's one-tenth of one and a half miles a second. One-tenth <laughs> of one and a half miles. Or yeah, it's two-twentieths, yeah. or it's yeah. half of 0.3 miles a second. <laughs> and so you work that out. Three-twentieths. Three <laughs> <laughs> so, in in terms we understand, I think Amelia's getting annoyed and she's getting a bit fractionless. I, I, I can't tell. Laughing crying, actually. I can just see his shoulders going up and down. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, keep out, I shall hurl after that. Oh, um, keep um, back. Um, <laughs> see, oh, no, 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 stand back. Um, oh, so. So we, we all understand 240 metres a second, don't we? Because isn't that about the how fast an anaconda goes it's so. like full lick well mine does anyway and yeah. it's a bit faster than a t9 which is a yeah t9 so, i think is i think it on a normal t9 on boost i think it's about 227 uh so it's, it's getting there yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. it might cost 10 billion dollars which i know my anaconda didn't yeah um but it got to the same speed yeah you'd expect it to have a faster boost speed than that for that kind of money mm. wouldn't you oh, well i wonder where the boost button is is it at least get? Is it at least get last landing pads? Because I mean, a fleet car is only half that amount. Well, you could land on the sun shield, I suppose. Yeah, if get you complaints. Yeah, <laughs> you would. Yeah. Um, don't you know we 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 all sometimes complain about computers and the internet and all the rest of it. So, I mean, I mean, what's 
and we're we're all here. You know, use. What's your download speed? Hey, I don't know. What, what do you get? Whatever, whatever six megs, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I get something like a hundred. Whatever a hundred, but others. Yeah. But do you know? Do you know what James Webb's download speed is? No. Forty. And that's kilobytes, kilobits, <laughs> not 40 megabits. It's 40. My computer and work is like that. That's the same speed well, as my work I, computer. I've got a potato in the kitchen that's got a faster download than that. And it's you still mean, in you the bag. Mean, you don't mean a computer, you mean an actual potato. I mean, an actual potato. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember, I'm old enough to remember acoustic couplers where you would actually put the handset into a little rubber cup. Oh, so yeah. To, to do your modem that way. And that was, wasn't even 40. <laughs> I remember downloading uh, Internet Explorer 4, taking two days to do that. <laughs> was that Netscape Communicator or something? That was, no, that was, was last uh, week, wasn't it, Norman? <laughs> I, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, no, that was, that was my... Netscape? I like Netscape. I like Netscape as well. Like lots of people like Netscape, but then Microsoft gave Internet Explorer away for free and <clears> killed it. Yeah. So 40 kilobits per second. And, yes. And, and I mean, I know when I, when I play Warzone, I've got a ping of about, depending on the server, about 27 milliseconds, something mm. like that. Which, do you know what Web's ping is? Well, it's... <sighs> 8,700 and... This is presently. It'll get slower. 8,740 milliseconds. 8.7 seconds around wow. trip for a signal. You need to do a bit of planning ahead of time to, to, to do yeah. something, don't you? It's like, turn left. Nah, oh, You'd struggle to play what though, isn't that? Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's mainly uh, falling asleep. Somebody's oh, I'm still here. I'm just oh, listening. Very, very quiet. You know, very quiet. Are you? Just, mm. just doing. You know, just sitting here listening. You know, to all the waffle. <laughs> How dare you, madam? What's, uh, what's your waffles <laughs> download speed? Yes, my mine is about half waffle. of a tenth of a thousand megs. <laughs> is that metric or imperial? That's, yes, uh, that's a bit of both. <laughs> yeah. So, is anybody else want to um, string this out any further, or do you think we've uh, done our worst? I th- yeah, I think it's time to move on. Right. What is what is yeah. this bottle of stuff I see? Well, there's a description next to it. Yeah. Which Commander Chicks will now just tell us. I'm going to post. The, I'm going to post a link in the chat to say, show where it came from. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I think we've reached the part of the banter where we need to give a signal that we think that we're all done. We've had enough and it's time to move on to the next item. We should really think of something that we could use for this. Um, I'll have a grub around and stick my snout into this bottle of hot sauce known as Secret Aardvark. Aardvark? Aardvark! Aardvark! Thank you very much. Aardvark! 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 Thank you, Pavlov. And talking of hot stuff that'll take your breath away, it's my very great pleasure to announce that it's Flossie with the CG News. Yay! When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives. 
Just let Flossie tell you what it is, then you can get involved with this. You should listen to what Flossie said. Interstellar Initiative. Flossie tells us what she thinks it is, then you can get involved with this. Now you should listen to what Flossie says. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG News. Last week's CGs ended in victory for Kane Massey after beating Torvald to win the mining contract. The Kane, mining, Kane Massey Mining Initiative finished over three quarters away between tiers two and three, with 485,271 units collected. They were the winners and... As a result, there'll be 20% discount on mining equipment for two weeks. There was an initial 10% plus 5% per tier reached, making 20. The Torval Mining Initiative finished over three quarters the way between tiers 1 and 2, with 205,186 units collected. Uh, and now for this week's CGs, I'm afraid there aren't any again. So, that's it for this week's CG News. Flossie told you what to do. No CGs? What can we do to... Mm-hmm. What do we could possibly find to occupy our time? I know. I tell, let's listen to the outpourings from Commanders Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon as they wrestle with the galaxy and reduce it to bite-sized pieces. So you don't have to. Galnet News Digest, 20th of January, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Sirius sinks its teeth into the alliance. Senators attempt NMLA cover-up. Superpowers shut down Aegis. Missing Alexandria megaship found. Sirius Gov. The political wing of the Sirius Corporation has entered the heart of Alliance government, establishing a presence in Alioth and reportedly supplying advisors, not just to the Alliance Defence Force, but also to a number of government departments. According to the Prime Minister, this is to ensure efficient organisation of the anti-Thargoid operation that Sirius has been contracted to deliver. Sirius has also deployed megaships in a number of Alliance systems, presumably to scare off any Thargoids who might be thinking of attacking. Councillor Nakato Kane is predictably furious, calling the Alliance pact with Sirius illegal. She's pointed out that the secrecy surrounding the pact means that the level of access Sirius has been granted by the Prime Minister cannot be challenged by the Assembly. Lee Yongru has not responded to requests for comment. Speculation is growing about who in the Senate was involved in the alleged collaboration between Imperial Intelligence and the Neo-Marlinist Republican Terror Organization, after opposition to any investigation was voiced 
by a number of senators. Imperial Intelligence Officer Captain Saskia Landau, who's currently seconded to the affiliated counter-terrorism unit to hunt down and eliminate the NMLA, has claimed that there's a body of circumstantial evidence that someone within Imperial Intelligence helped the NMLA with technology and security, and that those individuals may have assisted the NMLA in carrying out its attacks on starports. She's called for an investigation to establish the facts and to root out any rogue elements, something which those loyal to the Duval bloodline have supported. Senator Caspian Leopold, who is believed to be a very close personal friend of Princess Ashling, and who arranged to take Hadrian Duval under senatorial protection following the Paresa bombing, has called for Captain Landau's allegations to be investigated rigorously to ensure that none within Imperial intelligence have any conflict of loyalties. However, Senator Carl Nerva, who is believed to have close links with Imperial intelligence and who continues to deny that the Serene Harbour interrogation facility ever existed, has called for ACT to be dissolved and for Imperial agents such as Captain Landau to be brought back under Imperial command. Captain Landau has speculated about what those in the Imperial Senate who are attempting to block an investigation are trying to hide. Aegis is to be wound down, with the three superpowers taking control of their own anti-Xeno forces. The findings of the Bauman report have been accepted in full, with the military arm of Aegis to be terminated immediately, with an expected completion of the decommissioning in April. The research arm of Aegis, which was run by Professor Albert Ezro, will be split up between the Federation, Empire and the Holloway Biosciences Institute in Colonia. The Imperial Academy of Sciences in Achenar and the Olympus Village University in Sol will both benefit from an influx of ex-Aegis scientists. In early 3304, some of the first Thargoid attacks on starports were directed at the Aegis laboratories in the Oracle, Lyman Legacy and Titan's Daughter starports. However, Federal and Imperial sources appear confident that they can guarantee the security of the relocated facilities. Federal Fleet Admiral Teo Mikori informed the press about a new Federal anti-Xeno strike force, and Senator Denton Petraeus also announced an increase in spending for the Imperial Navy to take over the role of Aegis. And Sirius Navy Admiral Nicholas Glass confirmed that the Alliance was well on the way to having an effective defence against the Thargoids. Much of the criticism against Aegis was that it relied too heavily on independent pilots to wage war against the Thargoids. It will be interesting to see whether the Federation and Empire send Farragut battlecruisers and Imperial interdictors to tackle the Thargoids. In related news, Admiral Teo Mikori has commissioned an investigation into Salvation and his superweapon. Just because Aegis is being wound down, it doesn't necessarily mean that Salvation is going to get it all his own way. A message received by commanders sympathetic to the cause of Aegis has led to the discovery of wrecked parts of what are believed to be the Alexandria megaship. Professor Albert Tezro, who is no longer employed by Aegis and who has been working with engineer Ram Tar to analyse the superweapon created by Salvation, called upon commanders to investigate a cluster of six degraded emission sources, which have since been tracked down to Rigo, 
TC-XB29-0 system in the rings of the gas giant AB2. With Aegis shut down and Tesro no longer working for the Xena Research Division, the signals could not be investigated officially. An initial survey of the wreckage indicates that this is what remains of the Alexandria megaship, which went missing in June last year while attempting to carry 400,000 tonnes of Guardian technology from the Pleiades to Sol. At the time, Aegis pronounced Captain Morales and his crew of 4,000 missing, presumed dead. It seems likely that there may be voice recordings or other information left in the wreckage that may help to explain what happened to the doomed megaship. Investigators are already on their way to search for evidence. And that's this week's news. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Commanders Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. Week after week, day after day, you amaze us with the insights into your goings-on in the galaxy that you find. Bravo. Now, I've got to go and get into a costume now, ready for my Rares Digest bit. And whilst I'm off squeezing into all that armour, it's over to the Hutton Helper results with Mia Harkness. <laughs> Welcome to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results is sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free garden, so you can host a boozy work event and no one will ever know. This week we have the following events. The Deported All The Way to Amundsen Star Shield. The Bringing My Own Booze and Sausage Rolls Cup Winner's Cup. The Bring Me A Wheelie Suitcase Full Of Centauri Mega Gen Cecil B Trumpington Challenge. The No One Told Me Piracy Was Illegal Deja Vu Trophy. The Grand Old Duke of Summerland marched his soldiers to the Hutton Orbital McThargoids, Champion of Champions Championship. And the I've Hired a Work Event Limo for Your Hen Night Extravaganza. So, get your work event hat on, fire off some work event poppers and bring your own work booze. This week's Hutton Helper results are... Cometborn covered 119,000 light years for distance travelled. Light 027 sold 135,000 tonnes of goodies to come first in cargo sold. Top mission runner this week is Monty P, who managed to record the score of 866 mission points. Alex Zuno, 1 billion credits of bounty vouchers handed in. Every week the same. Mad Seeker handed in 1,736,000,000 credits combat bonds and Keldwan offered, delivered 2,070 passengers more or less intact to more or less where they wanted to go. So decals in there for Keldwan. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit which this week consists of the decal itself, a paper bag to wear over your head and someone to follow you around shouting SHAME! There are two Hutton runs this week. 
Firstly, Gintosh with a time of 1 hour, 23 minutes and 48 seconds for 69th place. Then we have Davdo with 1 hour, 33 minutes and 23 seconds for 491st place. Are you looking for a way to win the adulation of disaffected masses? Do you want people to treat you with awe instead of just going, oh, when they see you? Well, I know just the thing. A way where you can do many, many wonderful things and have them all on display where mere mortals can look upon your mighty works in despair. Something like that anyway. If you would like to be the envy of truckers everywhere, then I know a way. Just go to Hutnorb, just go to hot.fothermug.com and download or sign up for the delicious new Hutton Helper, available in three mouth-watering flavours. Mmm, export flavour tastes like soil and green. Let's face it, anything has to be better than caught lying about the lie that you told earlier when you said you didn't know anything about the thing, although you were there with the thing, photographed with the thing, and had the th- and had written, I know what the thing is, on the thing with a sharpie. Then having to backtrack and all of that, but blame someone else for not telling you that the thing was a thing, even though all of the thing experts had told you that it was a thing, and that you had based all of the rules about the thing that you gave to us on knowing what the thing was. Anyway, that's fit for me. I am going for a lie down. Back to Studio 5. Mayor, that was worth crossing the floor for, if not the street. Time now to put on our incredulous face, as we can't believe why one person will put themselves into so much peril week after week. Still, she must like it, eh? It's the Galnet's Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. If you're a fan of fashion, love traditional wedding outfits, enjoy parading around in your skimpies, or are one of those old ladies that just adores little dollies covering any surface you can find, then you'll know all about lace. The origins of lace making can't be pinned down to a particular time period in Earth's history or a particular culture, and it is now considered canon that it evolved as an art form simultaneously over many cultures. There are paintings from the 1480s which show some of the earliest recorded examples of lace, and for a long time, lace was part of the vestments of the clergy. Quite simply, lace is any fine fabric made from a yarn or thread of a suitably thin material woven, stitched, crocheted, or manufactured in a web-like pattern. Due to the amount of time taken to create large pieces of lacework, even by modern machines, as well as the complex designs and patterns and painstaking attention to detail, throughout history it has been an expensive product used by the rich to show off their wealth. 
Materials vary from common or garden cotton thread to more expensive silks, gold or silver thread, and even in some modern varieties, monofilament wires that take days to weave together into a pattern that the eye can see. This week, I'm over in the Vidavanta system to review the galaxy's rarest lace. Originally starting out as a small undergarment manufacturer, the Vidavanta Lace Company has grown in size and importance as their lace has gained popularity throughout the galaxy. This isn't the kind of lace you'd crochet and put a plait pot on, it's the kind of stuff you save for your wedding night to impress your other half, or for the most expensive of imperial regalia. The shop is kept under heavy guard, but with permission from the owning family, I've been allowed in. The selection of lace they have here is breathtaking. Patterns not seen anywhere else in the galaxy, woven of just about any material you can think of and any color you can think of too. There are lace undergarments here that shine like void opals and others that are so black that you'd look like you're wearing filaments from a singularity. They're absolutely beautiful. After a little persuasion, I've been permitted to witness quite how they create these patterns. I've been taken under guard to a secret location out of the system. There aren't any Earth-like worlds here, but the Vidavanta family business have rented out a few areas of nearby planets. Here, they cultivate and maintain small groves of bioengineered Vidavanta uh, trees. Not as you'd expect for the raw materials for the lace, but as bio-machines that actually create the lace. There's a heavy military presence around these locations. I'm told that the trees are very rare and can only be grown in a very few locations in the galaxy. As we approach from a few yards out, I can see tall trees with hanging branches, almost like tentacles or vines. Some of them have what looks like a net of lace hanging down from the outer edge. Others are covered in a fine spiderweb-like mesh of it. The trees gently move in the breeze. Actually, there isn't a breeze. The trees are moving on their own in a quite hypnotic way. Vines are actually moving and weaving filaments themselves into a myriad of patterns. It's quite hypnotic to watch. I've been warned not to approach the trees as these take the name lace quite literally. It has its origins in the Latin word for to struggle, and the bioengineered trees weave these stunning webs much like a, a spider does. In nature, and before they were bioengineered, the carnivorous trees would weave sticky sap-covered nets from their own branches, catching passing prey, and then through sharp barbs on the vines, drain them into dry husks. The bioengineering process over the years has removed the sticky sap-like coating, but the vines still have an obsession with weaving the complex patterns. Drop a bundle of threads of just about anything near the tree and run for your life as the vines grab the ends and start their hypnotic dance, turning simple thread into beauty. Unfortunately, the trees need to have their threads harvested regularly before they catch a panting animal or bird as lace that has been liberally laced with desiccated creatures doesn't sell as well as pristine netting. 
over to one side, I can see a tree that earlier this week was fed a spool of red re-sticed silk, and it just takes my breath away. I've bribed one of the staff to let me get a closer look. Very carefully, I can reach out and brush my fingers against it. And... Hey! Sorry, the tree's just pulled the lace away from me. Give that back! Normally, it's harvested very carefully for fear of disturbing the trees, and... Hang on a second, please. What's mine? Can someone get that tree and to let go? I've got to have that red lace. Sorry, everyone. I- I've just never seen or felt anything like this lace. <sighs> that I've- this this lace, I've got a good grip on it. Let go, you oversized spider plant! It's okay. One of the tree wranglers has come over to help me. And, uh... Oh, oh my. He's, he's grabbed the vine in his hands and he's attempting to wrestle it away from me. He, he's a good chap. Be careful, it's climbing up your leg. Oh. Oh, no. The tree appears to be... Oh, weaving him into a complicated pattern... I am not sure that his legs are supposed to bend in that direction. But, or stretch like that. Ugh. Um. Oh, God. This is Amelia Hawk reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest from a planet not that far away from Vidavanta. I'm going to walk nonchalantly away from a voracious tree that's hell-bent on turning my guide into a doily and pretending that I didn't cause any of this. So you don't have to. So did you manage to go back and get that guy and make a little rug out of him or something? Um, I, I have not yet stepped back on that world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw enough. Um, I'm not sure I want to see the resultant doily. Um, mm. yeah. You got the lace though, didn't you? Yes, yes, okay, I did. That's okay. Yes, that's, that's the fine, important yeah, thing here. Yeah. Yes, I got, <clears> the red, I got the red lace. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Made a um, heart out of it. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> I don't want to ask what you did with it. Um, oh, you, do, you don't oh, want to know what oh, I did, did with it. Oh, yes. oh, 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 oh stop an showing An anti MacArthur for your pilot's chair. Yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't even know what Macassar oil was, let alone why know why you need an anti MacArthur. Chickswood. Chickswood. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Hair oil. Wow. Yeah. It's before Brill Cream. Oh God, there you are. I know what an anti MacArthur is, though. Macassar with a, it with Macassar? A, ah, Macassar, it's okay. Macassar oil. Right, yes. Okay. It's one of those doilies that you put in the back of chairs. Yeah. And it soaks up all the all the gunge and the oil and the stuff from the from creamy your gentle, greasy oh. gentleman's hair. Yeah. Mm. On uh, airline seats. Oh yes. yeah, they have them in airline seats. So they well, that's just because people are generally scuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are by the time they get off. <laughs> But anyway, that's that's a nice thing to turn your uh, your lease on. What? Angie Macassar. I I hear the hot sauce from Secret Aardvark is a good degreaser. Yes, it is. Yes. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, you had to say it, didn't oh, you? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's, a, it's like one of the little wind-up oh, toys that sits fuck. there and corrects. Then you press it and go, boing, 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 until it runs oh, me. It doesn't run down. Talking of me, one of the things um, that um, our, the wonderful Intarius Fusion has done... Has set, uh, now, set something up for me. Now, you know, each week and we say, was that so pleased, will you, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. email I took part? And then I put stuff up on Facebook and I put it on Discord. Oh, yeah. About one week in do ten. You, do you ever get emails? Anything. About one week in ten, something like that. What we tried to do is expand this. Now I have a special page where I can put in a message and that will appear on the news for the Hutton Helper for the individual commander for up to three days. Mm. Mm. I did last week's ones. They still didn't bloody contact me, but one of them was definitely. <laughs> but, it, but, but that's fine. Okay, but the other two still haven't. But at least it's it's a step forward, isn't it? Because if you're you must be running the hunt and helper to actually be in this. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want... to, to be featured. But tell me when you're when you're not running the EDMC version, how do you see news and stuff like that? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. think you do. No. <laughs> so 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 this thing the only thing that's going to work for PC. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, hunting yeah, news from around know. the galaxy. There's a bit yet there. And Hutton Helper released Operation Breast. But yeah, yeah. It does Did you say the only, page, the, only the commander concerned gets to see it? Or yes. It, yeah. Right. No, it's, 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 that's it's special. Yeah. Well, I think that that's, I mean, that's useful then because it's not, because it ha- appears instead of the generic news. Mm-hmm. So, so we don't want to. We don't want to tell everybody in in the galaxy that yeah. so and want a, a decal and they can't get their news. Yeah, that's yeah. the uh, that's the page that I land at that's got the news. So that's pretty good. Entorius Fusion has a certainly now has a recent email that anybody whose commander name matches as well. So I don't know how far. Don't ask me about GDPR. And PR, yeah, yeah, quite, yeah. yeah. Mm. So yes, I don't know about that. Mm. Yes, me neither. Well, I'm keen to, to let people Nobody know. tell me. I don't want to know. Because I've got so much spare time in the week. I Because I, I don't want to be, I really want to be spending all of my days sending out decals. You know, mm, yeah. but mind you, people have earned it. Why Why shouldn't they get it? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We want, we want to give them away. We don't want to give mm. them away to the right people, you know. Mm. Yeah, quite. The, I had a chat with him the other day, the last week's winners um, page. Mm-hmm. Um, he he confessed to some um, cus- uh, copy and paste while he was tired. So objects scanned and Thargoid ships killed, which are the oh, last two on the list, uh, were exactly the same. And it, uh, <laughs> I noticed this; it's fixed this week. I noticed. Yeah, it's been fixed. Because apparently, I I had killed mm. three thousand seven hundred and forty-five Thargoids. <laughs> Superb. And I just with sh- bad breath. I've yeah. <laughs> this microphone's really good, isn't it? Um, clean, clean your teeth. television. I just got to step out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Somebody farted. <laughs> <laughs> Is it dead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You wearing trousers tonight? You're dead. This is the afterlife, and I'm God. 
Oh God! <laughs> oh no, not Roger Boys is God. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, hello. It's, always a, it's always a special day when I wear trousers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a hell of a line. Yeah, mm. I know it's a special day. I was wearing trousers. Not every day is a trouser day. It's funny. It's, it's true, though, isn't it? I mean, I know news readers are making light of it in the past couple of years, but yeah. it's uh, it's a it's a new thing to get used to. Is wearing trousers after, after not wearing them for so long. Do you know what I nearly asked, and then I thought, no, you don't want to know the answer. Oh, I'll, just, uh, I'll just leave and move on. <laughs> that, that, that. There's somebody who somebody who's obviously broken into Alvin Deefer's uh, Twitch account. There, sending messages. I don't yeah. think that's our genuine that's, leader. That's, that's a lot of aardvark that's being said right now. Yeah, yeah. Aardvark, yeah. aardvark. No, that's oh, just. Do, do do we have the special uh, message? The special aardvark message. Aardvark. No, no, no. That's 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 unique to me. It's unique to me. Right. Okay. But what I do have is a message to remind everybody. Mm-hmm. That next week is the last show of the month. Oh, well, I know what that means. Evan. That means, it means green room. It's a green room. Green room. Green room. That's the one. Green room. Oh, it's oh great. We're all right saying green room. It's an aardvark. We're not supposed to. Aardvark. 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 Yeah. Right. Upsetting <laughs> well, it's not been a complete waste. We'll continue on then. Yes. <laughs> so can you continue? Oh no, sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, we did we did that bit. Yeah, we did no. that one. I'll do it again. Oh, just do this bit. Oh, I need I need a pee as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must have, must get a Let's get a flushing sound. That would be good. Uh, well, I think we're um, proper high level. Is it that system, time? You know, pull the mm. chain kind of big flush, big build up yeah. to it, kind of flush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the then. I... The at the end. Go on then. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Thanks for the crew and all that stuff, and thanks for uh, Ventura for pressing buttons occasionally. Thanks, Noel, and all that. Yeah. Yep. Yay! It wouldn't Thanks be the same no. without you. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I? I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. No Please do. Silence. For the mug. Mug. Ready for that. Journey too long. Cargo too small Profit margins never really mattered at all Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today Super cruising all across the Milky Way We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere Loading all the teen out to the brim With the rest for the more for the more, for the more, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more, yeah, everybody's singing a trucker song.
seems to crash into the sun Skibble lies to pile and only eggs fall small Have another free, you know who leads us well Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yeah For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Everybody's singing a trucker's song For the more, for the more, for the more You know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more, for the more, for the more Everybody's singing a trucker's song Gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We're taking anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud, loud. You don't even care for the more, for the more, for the more, for the more. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. For the more, for the more, for the Everybody sing a trucker song For the more, for the more, for the more Yeah, you know just where we're coming from For the more, for the more Everybody sing a trucker song Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off. Why don't you book off too? I'm Norma Snuckers, and I'm not sitting there. I won't stand for it. No, wait. Seamless. Seamless. I know. Shall we slowly and... Ponderously move on to the headlines. Paging Mr. Harry. Oh, right. shall, we, shall we remember to unmute our microphone and move quickly <laughs> on to the headline? <laughs> seamless. Seamless. So seamless. So seamless. Oh, oh. Bond, please. Any minute now. Shall we move quick? Shall we move quickly on to the headlines? 